Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Max Potential Habits podcast. Today, we have a guest interview that is going to bring you a ton of tips, tools, strategies, inspiration. This is always your place to come for those things to help you optimize your habits so you can thrive in life and business. And a little backstory, I got to meet Terry Wildeman through networking online during COVID. And when we got on to start our chat, it was like instant awesomeness. <laughs> it's the best way I could explain yes. it. <laughs> we just kept talking and talking and talking and it unfolded into a really incredible conversation. And first I wanna say that what it unfolded, unfolded into was something that saved me a ton of money and a ton of time in my business. It was so cool. I. I actually told this story on a group coaching session I had the other night. I haven't told you this yet, Terry, but I was talking uh, about the power of manifestation and trusting the universe to bring you exactly what you need to bring you when you need it. And oh, I nice. had had this conversation with someone else saying like, well, you know, you can come on stage to speak, but you're probably going to have to deal with your NFA, no fucking around branding because they won't let you come on stage with that name. And I was like, okay. And I, I grappled with it a little bit and I was like, well, crap, I don't want to do a whole rebrand. I love my NFA, but I need to be able to open doors of opportunity. And then the next morning I had my set, my, it wasn't even a session. It's like we were getting on just to get to know yeah. you. And I was sharing with you what was going on and you came up with this incredible idea to do a dual brand. And you said, you know, why don't you just come up with another term for NFA and that way you don't have to do any rebranding. And I was like, right. oh yes. I mean, it was awesome so thank you thank you thank you for you're that. welcome and it's what does it stand for now neuro freedom alignment and and really nice. both and this was fun because we did this fun process where she said okay what are some words that you love in your business and i had just had a conversation with my group coaching um community where we they were talking about what does success mean to you and we all agreed that freedom was uh, what yeah. what success was and alignment is a, a term i use in my business all the time because we're talking about unconscious and conscious alignment of our mindset so we can get optimize our habits and get into inspired action and then the neuro part is mindset work brain you know yeah. i help people with brain tricks and mindset tricks so it just came together so beautifully sure did so you're an angel on my path in my business development oh. Hey, I got the angels back here. They have my back. <laughs> That's right. You are awesome. <laughs> so let me give a really powerful introduction of Terry. So Terry Wildeman is the owner of Intuitive Leadership and a business and mindset accelerator, speaker, and certified executive coach. She goes deep with energy work, vibration, helping people with self-sabotage. You could all see why we're super in alignment. <laughs> and, you know, today we want to talk about limitless possibilities, how to awaken possibilities. I mean, really, Terry knows that I like to be organic and we're just going to dive deep into whatever comes yep. up to help all of you. So welcome to the show today. Thank you, Amanda. I am so thrilled to be here. I've been waiting all day to get here with you. Yeah, and we're right in time for all the thunder and lightning at your house. Oh, it has been uh, quite the uh, spectacular storm. So um, uh, we just put the intention out there that the power is going to stay on and we're going to have fun today. Awesome. Thank you for being here. So first, I want to start. I want to ask, what, what's a, one of your favorite quotes that helps you align your life and your business? Oh, geez. There are so many quotes, right? <laughs> you know, there's one that I've been using a lot lately and it's one where I tap my heart 
you know, because I, I'm all about teaching intuition. I teach leaders and entrepreneurs how to tap into their intuition. Oh, and there goes the lightning. It's validating. And I tap, you know, I have, I, I wear this medallion a lot. It's one of an angel and it's got the serenity prayer on the back. Nice. And what I do is I tap on it, which is because it sits right over my heart. And I just say, I'm open. I'm here. I'm in trust. Guide me. Open here and entrust, guide me. And oh, I'll tell that. you, it's been amazing how, and I've been doing it now for about three weeks, constantly throughout the day. And it's about stepping into a vulnerable place where you're surrendering. You're just letting go of control because being in control all the time is what caused me to burn out. I burned out, had multiple burnouts because of my need to control this, control that, control this, control that. Uh, and it, it, especially when my business was concerned. And you know what? It just, and every time I let go of control, that's when the magic happens. Mm. Okay. We're diving deep here because that's <laughs> huge. <laughs> I, I mean, I, this has been okay. a huge issue for me in my life as well. Um, just, and, and I don't, I must, I, uh, yes, control is a good word for it. I think it was always thinking I needed to be the one that did all of the hard work instead of trusting and allowing. So I love the open, I'm here, trust, guide me. It's, it's a full surrender to letting the universe bring you something better than you could have ever controlled <laughs> to have happen. Well, I, that's exactly right. And, and the biggest, um, I, I really believe that probably the most, th there's a couple stories in my life where, that really worked. And the one that's the most, um, that still blows me away was about 22 years ago, we were, help my son, da, 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 24 years ago, we were adopting a baby, a toddler. We were, I was writing my first book. So we're talking 1997, 98, and looking for a new house. So my, and running a business. So my stress levels were way up here. Any one yeah. of those things are stressful, right? And I finally said to my husband with the house, I, I had written everything down on a piece of paper and, and this on this side, what I didn't want on this side. I didn't realize I was practicing law of attraction. I had no idea what law of attraction was in those days. But on this side, this is what I didn't want. On that side, this is what I did want. You know, we I knew very, very clearly what it is that I wanted and didn't want in this house. And it was clear as day on the right side. And I'm talking down to the hammock between two trees and a wooden swing set in the backyard. And uh, we went from house to house to house. And, and I just I just knew I wouldn't know my house. And I just got to a point where I said to my husband, I give up. And my stress, my stress levels were out of control. I was getting physically, physically ill. And I said, let's just rent for another year. The next day in the newspaper, the next day, just like you're talking about, I showed up the next day, I gave up control. The next day, the house we're living in showed up. And when we finally came to see it, I had my piece of paper with everything I wanted on it. And I knew, I knew that this was the house. And it check, 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 check. And yes, it did have the hammock between two trees and it did have the wooden swing set in the back and it did have the deck in the back. and on 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 because I gave up control. 
Okay. And, and let's share how, how you did that because it's so challenging for us to do. I think I've taught, you know, the people um, I work with and for me, it's been one of those things where you go, you think that you need to be the ruler of all. And then yeah. when you surrender, it's almost like you feel defeated at first when you start practicing surrender. You're like, I, it's almost like an, I give up for me. That's what it was. Yeah. It was, I give yeah. up. Yeah. I got to, what was, you know what it was? You evaluate what is most important in your life. And I had a child, my third child, when we were adopting was on his, on the way. I had to write a book and I'm running my business. So the fourth thing was the house. Yeah. So why was I put, I mean, and, and it wasn't about, and here's the difference. It was pushing and pushing. And, we, and when we keep pushing and pushing, look, look at that energy, we're pushing, but look at what we're also doing. We're pushing away. Yeah. So the more we push, the more we push away. And that's what I was doing. I was pushing and pushing and pushing. And I thought, what is the one thing out of these four things that I can give up? Let's just rent one more year. Let's just rent one more year and let it go. And we made the conscious decision and my entire energy shifted. Now, I have to tell you, the house belonged to my dentist. <laughs> Amazing. And I had an appointment with him the following Monday. <laughs> wow. And we had a specific... And you didn't find it through him. You found it. It Okay. It just came on the yeah. market and your realtor yeah. told you. Okay. Yeah. And basically, to make a very long story short, um, we ended up getting the house at my price because he wanted me to have the house. Nice. I mean, it was everything just fell into place. The only thing my husband asked for next time I do this, whenever that is, that we have a flat front yard because our front driveway is a 40 degree angle. <laughs> and it is a yeah. bit of a pain in the neck. It's funny. It's like the specificity of what you attract your way. Yeah. Well, I focused on the inside. That's yeah. what it was. I focused yeah. everything I wanted is, was on the inside. I didn't focus. And I did want a completely landscape property and it was a completely landscape property. Nice. I, want, I even wanted the, the garage on the side. It was on the side. You know, so those are the things from the outside I wanted. I didn't think of thinking of adding in a yeah. flat driveway. <laughs> I, okay. So I'm so curious because it, you said you at the time you didn't know about the law of attraction. So what caused right. you to create this list with such specificity? Uh, I'm a detail person. And in terms of, I, I've always, you know, I write down what I don't want and wrote down what I did want. And okay. again, that was, that's actually one of the, the tools that I teach. And uh, when I do my limitless prosperity or my uh, positive attraction courses to, to write these lists and you write down what you don't want first, and then you write the polar opposite. Again, I had no clue what I was doing yeah. at that time. And uh, it worked. It was, it, it was just absolutely amazing. But that, you know, there are other things that happened in my world where I, things that people said to me, it will never, ever happen. And I trusted my intuition and it did happen. Four doctors told me I could never have children. Four told me I could never have kids. And my eldest was born nine months and two days after my wedding day. Wow. And you so, just knew when they told you, did you have that sense? Like, no, I absolutely know I'm having a, my own child. I knew, a biological the, child. I knew from the age of eight that I was going to have two and adopt one. Okay. I always knew that. 
And okay. I have and that's to, what happened. That's exactly what happened. So cool. Okay. Oh, I want to ask you something. Yeah, and, and my oldest and my youngest have the same birthmark. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, that's funny because we had a conversation about birthmarks when I was on the, uh, when you and I talked the first time. Um, okay, so intuition. I mean, it, that's that's powerful. First, I think because your the name of your company is Intuitive Leadership. Share right. a little bit like what intuition means to you. How you just how you named yourself that. What sure. it looks like as how it shows up for people. That kind of thing. Yep. Here's the thing with intuition. Uh, it comes to us either in images or we hear words, or we feel things, or we just sense things. We just know it. And when we're kids, the people in our world tend to poo-poo those things. They don't take it seriously. So what happens is we end up living in our logical brain and dismiss mm -hmm. the stuff that is intuitive. In the workplace, anytime, you know, I'll be frank with you, my intuition saved my life on various, various occasions. And anybody who says to me to never listen to your intuition, and I don't, you know, those words, never listen to your intuition. I take tremendous, tremendous issue with that because we are given that gift of birth. And it's whether or not the people in our world will cultivate it and nurture that gift instead mm -hmm. of being fearful of it. Because so many people think, oh my God, it's so woo woo, what are you doing in the land of woo woo? I call it practical woo, okay? Because in the land of practical woo, woo, woo <laughs> you have power. So it is about connecting that left brain side of yours. And I'm very left brained, very, very left brained. And you know, that engineering mindset is about looking what's wrong instead of what's right. It's about putting the puzzle pieces together and trying, you know, you're the detective trying to figure out exactly what's going on. That is very much my mindset. So much so I was, my degree is in law enforcement, is, is criminal justice. I was in law enforcement um, in my 20s. So it, it has always stayed with me. It's what I love to do is to solve the mysteries. And, and I'm looking for all the little details. It can get you into trouble. If you add intuition to it, it makes the process so much easier because one thing will lead to another, will lead to another, will lead to another very naturally if you let it happen. But you know, I, I've, been, I've sat in so many meetings and I'll sit there and my intuition is screaming that the direction they're going is wrong. And I will ask an open-ended question. What if this happens or what will that happen? You know, what, what if we were to do this? What do you think the results could be? So it's about always asking open-ended questions to get people to think. Mm -hmm. The challenge comes when people are in such need of control that they don't listen to the questions that are being asked from other folks who may be highly intuitive but are too scared to say it because mm -hmm. they will be ridiculed. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I want to dig here a little bit it, in intuition. It, it, something you're saying that makes me think about they, they're too afraid to ask the questions. I think yes. often people are also too afraid of the answer to the question That's and, true. or when, you know, you, cause you said something about other people suppressing your intuition. I think mm -hmm. that because we're trained that way as kids, we suppress our own. Oh, without question, because we're scared of what other people think of us. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, or or when, I think and, also that intuitive voice gets so much quieter. Like you were saying it, it you know, it's yeah. like we kind of train ourselves away from listening to our intuition yes. and then it gets quieter and quieter. So I've really noticed as I've tapped back into my intuition, cause I similarly, I had it like loud intuition as a kid and I shut it down in big ways. And then as I've learned like, Oh, listen to your intuition. It just gets, the voice gets stronger and stronger and stronger. It does get stronger and stronger. Will, and you, will you tell listeners how, how to know when you're listening to your intuition versus controlling and shaping on your own? I, that's, I mean, a, that's, it's a great question. And that's different for everyone, by the way. There, okay. There's no one set answer for that. It's different for everybody. Okay. For myself, I can only speak for myself. I can tell that I'm not listening to my intuition when things get hard. When things are hard and I'm pushing mm -hmm. and pushing. Okay. It's like, oh, okay, let me get real quiet here. Let me tap in. Let me, I have a technique called the quick shift technique. Let me st step into quick shift and get in, you know, out of my head and into my heart. When you shift from here into your heart, you are actually creating a coherence and a realignment mm -hmm. because you're connecting the brain and the head with the brain and the heart. So you have two brains that are working. Listen to me, two, two brains. That, that's four. Two brains. <laughs> <laughs> that, are, that are working with you. And when you shift and you, and you get back into your body, you're in the present moment. Oftentimes we're not listening. If we're not listening to our intuition, we're either living in the past or we're living in the future. We're not in the present. Yeah. Yeah. You can only hear your intuition in the present. Yes. Yeah. So when you are in the present, here's the thing. We, we, we there's this bridge just, just, Imagine yourself looking at a bridge. It goes from left to right. You're under the bridge. So you're, you're going like this, living here, living there. And it's like life's passing you by because you're, you're just not listening. Suddenly you tap into your intuition. That bridge is no longer there because from the present moment, then you can take one leg to go in the past and learn from what the past has to offer and you can put the other leg you know keep one leg always in the present go to the future and uh set your goals look for opportunities that kind of thing but always come back to the present mm -hmm. when you're in the present which is breathing deeply and shifting into your heart place that's where you can really see the opportunities really really well and allow things to emerge. But in answer to your question, when I put, when I go into my headspace, I push, I often end up pushing stuff away. So and, interesting, and, isn't it? And it's still happening. I teach this stuff. Yeah. And it still happens because I've got, you know, you, you end up, um, and, and it happened just re fairly recently because I'm creating this new course and I was, I'm on a deadline with it and I was really tired because I had been, working on it. I think it was like eight or 10 hours I was working on it. I made a big mistake. And I'm, I copied a file. So I thought I ended up rewriting over the file. So if I had listened to my intuition, which kept saying, take a break, take a break, let it go. It'll be fine. I didn't do that. I kept pushing and pushing. All right, there we go. Those are the results. Happens every time. <laughs> 
right? You can rely on it every time. I mean, same for me. It's like, I can, I mean, it's always 2020 hindsight, right? You can look back and go like, my intuition was screaming at me and I didn't listen. And here was the outcome. And and the results are always a lesson for you to remember to listen to your intuition the next time. Exactly. I'm sitting going, oh, and what was the module about? Intuition. (laughs) So that, you know, it doesn't escape me that, you know, uh, universe has a sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's so good. Okay. So you said a quick shift. You said quick shift something. Okay. The quick shift zone, quickshiftzone.com. Okay. People can go and, and they can oh, cool. download okay. that. It's a little four step system and it's got the, uh, we just redid the whole thing. So it's nice. Uh, Do we want to share with listeners. I mean, I think, I think this is such an important, and sometimes I think people think of it as almost an esoteric or abstract conversation, but I think it's one of the most powerful tools that we have to be in flow, mm-hmm. which to me is about manifestation and magnetism, which Absolutely. makes our life happen so much more easily. So whatever it is mm-hmm. that you want to attract in your business, if you can step into that intuitive space, I think it's one of the most powerful tools that there is, but people get really confused about what it is and how to do it. And, and it Mm -hmm. takes, I mean, what you're saying is if you need to be present to be in an intuitive place, that alone is life's work (laughs) and it's a life of of work and it's a process and it's, it is. And you know why you want to know why this, you know, you've got your phone, uh, you've got your computers, you've got technology all over the place. Technology takes us out of being present. The TV takes us out of being present. Yeah. The chaos that's going on around us takes us out of being present. Yeah. When we walk away from all of that stuff, we step into our power when we are present. When we stop being sheeples, we step into our power. We know what you were talking earlier about freedom. Freedom is also my number one value. I think that's probably why we connected so so well. Yeah. Um, and when you said freedom in regards to your name, I'm like, yeah, that that that's my number one uh, value. When we are completely present in the moment, we own who we are, and our we allow our. It's about stepping inside. We have so much more power when we operate from the inside out versus the outside in. When we're operating from the outside in, our energy, our power gets diminished. But when we operate from the inside out, oh, wow, that that is just absolutely magnificent. Mm. It really is. And things fall into place when we do that. So true. Okay. We're going to give a practical, practical tips by thinking about quick shift zone, but real quick, I want to make sure that listeners know, because you know, this is what we're diving into, but it's like, what I heard you say about to know when you're in intuition is that you're not forcing. So your presence, you're Mm -hmm. not in force, you feel Mm -hmm. good. So Mm -hmm. this is different than when you're forcing something. Cause a lot of people will ask, you know, am I in intuition or am I in fear? Am I in intuition or this? And so those, the feedback that you get comes from that, for me, the alignment piece where you go, okay, I'm in flow, I'm in faith, I feel inspired, I'm present, then you know you're, you, then you have the power to tap into your intuition. Yes. Because when things flow easily, you're in a really good place. Yeah. Now I am going to share with you a time when this was before I really got it. Okay. About intuition. Number one, I've always been connected to angels. Always. And I just love angels, you know, I, I, since I was a kid. Uh, when my daughter was 10 months old, we were living in um, 
the Alexandra, Virginia area, Alexandria mm -hmm. area. And we were stationed there. My husband was away at, on that weekend and we were moving in two weeks. And I went to say goodbye to a friend of mine. We ate at a Chinese restaurant and I said goodbye. And I put my daughter in her, um, but the, it was a bucket in those days the car seats were these, these funny you know we called it the bucket <laughs> and, uh, and we had a little sports car we did not have a back seat we, we had a sports car so the only place i could put the kid was in the front seat with me um so i buckled her in really really tight and there she is with her little white bonnet and i get into the car on my side of course and i didn't buckle up and i heard the words put your seatbelt on I mean, and I heard the words. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I pull out saying goodbye to my friend and I pull it into the main road. And I heard it again, put your seatbelt on. And I ignored the message. And then I heard, put your seatbelt on now. And it was a scream. What the heck? <laughs> so I listened and I put my seatbelt on. And I approached the light uh, and it was a red light and the light turned green. And I went into the intersection. Next thing I know, I'm in the middle of the intersection. There's steam coming everywhere. My face had hit the steering wheel. The cars did not have airbags at that time. And I had gotten hit by a drunk driver. Mm. And notice I said we didn't have the airbags. If I had not put my seatbelt on, God mm. only knows. And I'm, we were very chills. Yeah, we were very, yeah. very lucky because I listened. And that's what I'm talking about. Do we choose to ignore our intuition yeah. and what we hear and what we see and what we feel? Or do we choose to listen to us because it will save our lives? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I mean, I, I think the beauty in that story first, I'm so glad you're alive. <laughs> so we can have this conversation 30, today. <laughs> 33 years later. <laughs> and I mean, how many times does that happen where we don't listen? And so, you know, mm -hmm. I want to me for listeners, it's like, just listen, listen, yeah. and, and then watch what happens when you choose to listen to it. Instead yes. of what happens often is people will hear it and they doubt or they hear it. Yes. They don't listen. Then something happens. Take note of this because then when you start to listen and you go, oh, it was right. And then you listen again. Oh, it was right. Yeah. Oh, and then you listen again. Oh, it was right. And you're like, okay, my intuition is pretty wise. Yes. <laughs> it yes, absolutely it knows the answers for me. And sometimes, I mean, I'm sure you've had this where you heard some sort of message from your intuition and it doesn't make sense. And All the time. <laughs> don't really want to believe it, but it's always right. Yes, it is. And, and there'll be times when I'm working on a project or I'm, I'm doing something and I'm in my head because I, you know, you get into the flow, you're on the computer, you're doing totally. the software, da, 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 and I hear this stop and stop now. And I've learned to trust when they get that loud. I just, when, when, you know, when my intuition gets that loud, I'm like, okay, I'm stopping, closing the computer, whatever it is. I do what I need to do. And I come back and I'm looking at whatever is in front of me with fresh eyes. It's like, duh. <laughs> Why was totally. I doing this? You know? Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to, I want to um, go back to something that you were saying. There is a big difference between listening and hearing. And mm. there's an acronym. Uh, this is one of the things that I teach um, in, in my classes and when I'm coaching folks is we have ears that hear however when you take the h out you're left with the word ear the word fear 
okay, also has the word ear. So you drop the F. F is forgetting, fear is forgetting everything is all right. Here is honor, everything is all right. Ear, everything is all right. Wow. So when we use our ears to really listen and hear what is in front of us, everything will be all right. Mm, that's good. That's great. I love that. I love the strategies to help people remember how important it is mm -hmm. to, I mean, what you're talking to those tap into your intuition, which I, I could easily say the tapping into your intuition is the key to life. <laughs> right. I, I really, yeah. it gives you freedom. It gives you clarity. It gives you confidence. It gives you, you're poised. Yes. Uh, and it's like this self-perpetuating cycle because when you're able to be poised, you're more in line with right. When you're in line with your mm -hmm. intuition, you have the freedom you want. When you have the freedom you want, you manifest right. what you want. And then it just keeps going in that cycle. But it's like life's work to be able to get into this place. Well, it is. And, you know, let's look at an iceberg, okay? Let, let's, let's pretend that an iceberg equals the body. The type of the iceberg is the practical, tactical, and logical. The bottom of the iceberg that is underneath the surface is the emotional, the energetic, the intuitive, and the spiritual. So... Two-thirds of the iceberg is below water. One-third is above. What sunk the Titanic? What was not seen? Okay. Absolutely. What was not seen? So what is in your subconscious? What is underneath that surface? That's where your intuition lives. Your mm -hmm. intuition, you know, um, your heart. Like I said, some of us are... Uh, uh, we see images, we hear things, we feel things, we sense things. All of that is part of that subconscious uh, energy that we have. You know, it works with the chakra system, which is the energy alignment system. Uh, it works with our um, meridians that, that is part of the Chinese acupuncture culture. Because one of the techniques that I use, I use two different techniques, emotional freedom technique, which you know about, and tapping as well as I'm a body code and, and uh, emotion code certified uh, practitioner. And the thing with those tools is that they work on what is unseen. Mm -hmm. And we get to dissolve it and clear it out, which amplifies our health, amplifies our intuition, amplifies how we choose to see things. It shifts our perceptions. It can shift our belief system because we clear out emotions that create certain belief systems. So there's so many tools out there that make us rock star leaders for those of us who want to be leaders. I believe all of us have a leader inside. A mom who takes care of her kids is a leader. A mom who's part of the PTA is a leader. A mom who chooses to be a follower is actually a leader because we need the followers too. Not everybody can be leaders. You know, so uh, from that perspective, taking charge. So all of us have the gift of leadership within us. And people who are in business, who are entrepreneurs, because there's a difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur. You know, business owners that oftentimes they feel very safe being in, uh, you know, following a certain set of rules and following certain things and change isn't always the best thing. Whereas entrepreneurs, especially serial entrepreneurs, we're always looking, there's flexible, the boundaries are not as tight. I call them flexible boundaries, right? And we allow things to come to us, thus we allow the intuition to step in. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I love it when you said, right. When you said that, I thought, oh, that's exactly that intuitive part, the entrepreneurship and the fun of building a business versus the struggle, the stripe, the burnout, the force, the fear around building a business, (laughs) you know, and I Mm -hmm. have to say, I, you know, I haven't been in business that long for myself. And the biggest lesson I've had in the last year is to surrender really it, yeah. it's surrendering it really and, and allow and flow and you know when my uh quest for 2020 was to learn the art and science of manifestation which has brought me on some really cool paths <laughs> and it's and the biggest thing is it's been i mean it's funny right my company name is nfa yeah. coaching which stands for both neuro freedom alignment and no mm-hmm. fucking around and in this way i go <laughs> no fucking around there's this mentality of like what about if it's no fucking around surrender like learn to mm-hmm. surrender, learn yes. to tap into the deepest part of your unconscious and, and unlock the beliefs that are holding you back so you can get where you want to go and let go of control. And those are big things, you know, it's like- They're very, very big things. And the thing that often happens is people see compassion, using intuition, caring, that kind of thing as being soft and weak. Mm-hmm. When in fact- it is strength. Mm-hmm. When we stop with the, the people who feel that they need to control everything and they, and they, um, they're very, they're, uh, influenced a lot by anger, you know, that they're going to this place of just control. Everything is controlled. There's quiet control and there's external control, you know, the internal control, external control. And, when we let go of that and become vulnerable and we are compassionate and it's funny because there's movie after movie after movie after movie where the bad guy becomes the good guy because he finds compassion and he or she finds uh maybe it is better to be nice than it is to be an evil yeah whatever you know, yeah. I mean, I love the, these movies crack me up, you know, yeah. and that's, there we go again. There we go again. There's another yeah, one. Right. You know? That's I mean, it's all the hero's journey, really. Right. And it's like, it is the hero's journey. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's the hero's yeah. journey. Yeah. Okay. So give some, give listeners a, some practical strategies to let go. Got it. Okay. When you're stressed, when you get anxious, you know, anxiety is a big thing right now, especially with what is going on. I'm going to take you through the four step, the four steps for quick shift. Awesome. Okay. And this is what you can ta- download at quickshiftzone.com. And this tool, by the way, something similar to it is what, after my last burnout, really, really massive burnout in 2000, uh, it saved, pretty much saved my life. And I used it every day, every nice. single day. And did you make this, so, you made this up? It's built, you know, it's a lot of spiritual, a, a lot of, it's ba- actually based in science. Okay. I'm licensed also with the HeartMath Institute and they have a very similar tool to, okay. to so this. It's, it's so you, it's your creation out of all so the So it's my modalities. creation built on a lot of different things. And it's four nice. simple steps. It's very, very, it's very simple. Four simple steps. You take your hand, your hand is an air pump, you put it on your chest and you focus on your hand. So you shift from your head into your, onto your hand that is on your heart, okay, over your chest. And you imagine air going through your hand into your chest, out of your chest, through your hand. It's very simple. Mm. So what you're immediately doing is you're getting out of your head. You're getting into your chest and heart. 
getting out of your head very easily, breathing deeply. And that's the key, breathing deeply. We are oxygenating the blood. We are oxygenating our minds because when we get stressed, our body gets tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. Thus the neck muscles, the back muscles, the shoulder stiffness, all that stuff gets in the way. And when we breathe deeply like that into the hand and shift into this area, it feels really good. So step one, put your hand on your chest, shift perspective to this part of the body, breathe deeply going into the hand, in and out of the hand, step two. Step number three is think of something that makes you feel amazing, that makes you feel really good. Either kissing a child, holding a baby, holding your significant other, jumping out of a perfectly good airplane, walking the beach, whatever it is that takes you to a space of love and joy. And that love and joy place is doing something physiologically. It is reducing the cortisol levels. So this is science-based. It is reducing the cortisol levels in the body and cortisol creates weight gain. It creates, uh, it contributes to illness. It can do all kinds of nasty things. Uh, and we all have a little bit, you know, the spurts of energy can, we, cortisol is okay, but not when we're highly stressed all the time. It diminishes our body. It gets involved. It diminishes our uh, immune system. What it does when we breathe like this and we think of the good stuff, we are actually elevating our DHEA, which is a good hormone. That's got a name, the length of, of you know, it's like this. <laughs> so DHEA is the acronym for it. And when you increase your DHEA, it's like oil in a car, really good, good, good oil in the car. You are lubricating your body with all this good energy, all these um, all the, this really good hormone. And you breathe, keep breathing deeply in here. And from here, you have a choice to either stay here or to ask a question and just allow the answer to bubble up to the surface. Four very, very simple steps. And this is the foundation. I take every single one of my courses that I take folks to, the quick shift is a part of it because it helps to decrease worry. It helps to decrease, um, uh, improve decision-making, not decrease, and improves your decision-making process because you're not stuck in this circle thing in your head. And this technique, once you practice it, in under 60 seconds, you're back in alignment. And when you, with practice, you become aligned and coherent. Powerful. That's awesome. I mean, really, I love that so much. I, I do a TLC meditation, but something that you, that's like a one to two minute strategy, similarly to, similarly mm-hmm. to get realigned, but something I think that's so powerful that you do in that is the question piece, because often it's, yeah. it's our mind, it, you know, it's that can, it's, we're out of, we're out of alignment. Things are going crazy. We're on the hamster wheel. We're stressed out. <laughs> and so yep. you're coming back into the presence of yourself in the moment. And then will you give a couple of examples of types of questions you ask? I think sure. such a powerful Absolutely. part of that. Okay. I'm going to use an example. Uh, I just did it this weekend. Um, I am creating this module and I, I kept asking, am I making this too complicated? And it kept muscle testing, no. But I'm like, okay, I want to make sure I'm not in my head. And I did a quick shift, got into my heart, and I just, it was so much fun. I just ah, sat sitting on the couch. And it was one of those, am I making this too hard? And the words that came were, you are in perfect alignment. Nice. Thank you. So the muscle testing, which is asking the body, 
which we didn't talk too much about muscle testing, but that's part of body code and emotion code and all that other good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I muscle tested, it came up, but I wasn't making it a big deal. And that validation doing quick shift that I was on the right path. Because one of the things that happens with courses is you put so much information in there that people get overwhelmed. And yeah. that's the thing that I want to avoid. I don't, I am avoiding people getting overwhelmed. You know, we've got to chunk things down and that's hard for me because I want to, you know, you want to give everybody everything. Yeah. So that's something that I, I'm really learning how to do is to just, you know, little bites, little bites. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I so resonate with that. <laughs> I have such a hard time. It's like, oh, I know all of these things and I want you to know everything. So that, but it's, you forget that what we, what I yeah. know is different from what other people know and yes. it's overwhelming yeah. and then people can't finish and then they can't right. finish at all. <laughs> that's, well, that's right. They don't finish the course and that's yeah. not what we want. Right. Yeah. Oh, so many good nuggets here. Um, I love this. Okay. So quift, quickshiftzone.com. Everyone right. use that strategy. That sounds incredible to me. Uh, will you talk a little bit about when you're talking about intuitive leadership? Yes. What does that look like? I mean, so listeners here are, there's a lot of entrepreneurs, solopreneurs right. running small teams. You know, what does that look like when you know you're in that powerful place of flow and presence and magnetism? What does intuitive leadership look like? It is what I said earlier. It really is about working with leaders in professional development and personal development and helping them integrate or assisting them. I don't like to use the word helping them, assisting them mm -hmm. in how to integrate the practical, tactical, and logical with the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual. It's a new concept. Nice. So it's, and it's about helping them step into trust and belief, which is a big deal in themselves first. Um, from 2001 to 2009, I owned my own leadership center, the Winds of Change Holistic Education and Leadership Center. And the goal was to teach leaders how to do this, integrating all of these pieces. In 2004, the name Intuitive Leadership came to me. I'm like, oh, I like this. And I snapped it up in 2004.com.us, da, 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 Intuitive Leadership. And, but I never used it. And then in 2014, uh, my publisher didn't like the name of my business at that time. I was up, I, I got, I had closed the center in 2009. I was working from home. I have been working from home since uh, 2009 and I was working under the name Awaken the Possibilities, which I love and it's the name of my podcast and I, I'm still using it. But he looked at me and he said, that's not the name of your business anymore. I'm like, Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I love that. You know, Awaken the Possibilities. And I said, fine, you know so much? I said, give me your computer. We were at a conference. And I said, give me your computer. And I went on to uh, GoDaddy where I have all my domains and I turned it around and I have like 85 domains. And, and I showed it to him, I said, pick one. He goes, that one. I go, what do you mean that one? I'm looking at it and I just had to bust up laughing because the name of my book is The Enchanted Boardroom, Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. The domain he picked was intuitive leadership. Nice. Bam. So I was like, just had a laugh. <laughs> you know? That, that's that piece too of stepping into flow, right? Yes. And, and allowing and surrendering and letting go of your control of the rigidity of like, but I like this one and maybe yeah. it's time to move this direction. Yeah. Well, yeah. awakening the possibilities is still the tagline. 
So yeah. it's intuitive leadership, awaken the possibilities. Because it. it is about working with uh, these folks to help them really integrate all sides of themselves. Because when you don't, you're, only, you're not working on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. So when you do work on all cylinders, you're in a very grounded, coherent space that is so in alignment that people want to be in your presence. They flock to you. Imagine the salesperson who's in that space. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're not selling, they're sharing. They're being that in themselves. And the energy just attracts people in. We're all salespeople. Yeah. Every single one of us, yeah. you know, so um, imagine being a teacher and studies show when teachers are in alignment with their head and their heart, that energy, remember what I said earlier about the, you can measure the energy of the heart six to 10 feet away from the body in a 360 degree circumference. And some people say it's even wider than that. And it can be measured with tools from NASA, by the way. So the, the teachers that they have measured, how it affects the children. So the children become an alignment. And, you know, it, it spreads, that, that uh, amazing energy spreads. So it's really important for us as leaders to recognize that, yes, it is so important to look at the facts. It is so, there's a difference between reacting to something. You know where I'm going with that. When we react to things, we don't have all the facts. We're stepping into a zone of, uh, that'll get us into trouble, you know, and a lot of people are reacting right now. Mm -hmm. They're reacting without having a lot of the information that they need in order to make the decisions. Yeah. I mean, when you're in that place of reaction, you are either, I think it's usually about projecting future fears, you know, so it's like, Oh, I'm worrying about yeah. something that's going to happen that hasn't happened yet. And so, and then it takes away your ability to respond. Yes. Right. Exactly. And yeah. So good. Oh, okay. I love this so much. Say your, the name of your book again, because I'm sure people will want to check that out. Uh, the Enchanted Boardroom. Actually, it's available only on Kindle right now. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. Should have had it here on my desk. There it is. Nice. It's, let me get my... <laughs> the Enchanted Boardroom. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. The Enchanted Boardroom. It's available on Kindle. Okay. And uh, the second book, Limitless Prosperity, Awaken the Possibilities is, and hopefully will be out by beginning what, of next year. Do you year. know the, do you know the day? Oh, beginning of next year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if they connect with you through quick shift zone, then they'll be right. in your system and you'll really, they'll know that yes. the book is being released. Yes. Awesome. Okay. And they, okay. I'm all over social media, so they just have to okay. look for my name and they'll find me all over the place. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. And we'll get all that in a second. Tell us. I always ask everyone what their top three max potential habits that got them where they are today. So what are yours? Number one, it's intuition. In intuition is my absolute favorite uh, gift that we all have that I love uh, teaching people. And the next one is teaching. I love teaching, you know, the teaching and coaching process. Um, it, it's just something that I've always done and, and it just feels very right for me. And the third thing is, which took me a while to really, it took me a long time. And that is belief and trust in myself. Mm. Belief and trust in myself. And, and in order to, be, to completely believe and trust in yourself, 
It's about letting go what other people think. It's none of your business what other people think. And that part can be really challenging and it's taken a lot of inner work to get past that and step into being my own person and owning who I am. And if people don't like my very, very big energy, I would play small because I didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable. And what I realized is it's not my problem. Who am I to play small? They need to match my energy, not me match their energy. I love this idea. You and I never got into that conversation and that's that self-sabotage piece, right? Yes. That was my exact, that was my biggest breakthrough when I started personal growth and development was reading, I'm sure you've read it, The Big Leap by Gay Gay Hendricks. Mm -hmm. He talks about the upper limit problem Uh being the fear about shining other people. That was so mine too. It was like, oh, I'm going to shrink myself so other people don't feel small around me. And it's taken me, I mean, I'm 42. My birthday's at the time of this recording, it will have already happened or at the time of the release, I'll be 43. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, for the first 40 years of my life, I really, 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 really struggled with dimming my lights. It's interesting that you brought up Kay Hendricks in his book because it was his book, The Corporate Mystic, Uh. that propelled me to create my leadership center. Nice. So cool. And so that is exactly, it was his book, The Corporate Mystic. So as a result, yeah. when you go to my website, intuitiveleadership.com, we, you'll see Intuitive Leadership University. And we are in the process by, uh, in September, we will be, ha- all of our courses, not all of our courses, but we're going to have a bunch of courses up there that are going to be getting into leadership, life, and business wisdom and the focus is to assist those leaders who are intuitive leaders but want to magnify their energy they want to magnify how they influence going from the inside out unlock the power in themselves and become practical business mystics so that they can really really influence those around them in a very positive way this is about positivity this is is about integrating again we are teaching them how to integrate all of these left brain right brain uh uh levels that we have all of us have it yeah and do it in a way that um they're very confident and can spread their wings and really be who they're meant to be in this lifetime so juicy i love the way that the name itself integrates the left and right right practical business mystics Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's such a a powerful holistic idea you know I, i often think about someone asked me recently you know like why business coaching i was like well really business coaching is just a mask to help people evolve spiritually You know, it's like your business is a spiritual evolution path because it's what you choose to do every single day. And in order to really thrive in your business and have it be something that you love, love, love doing, it's a spiritual process. Well, it really is. Imagine having a business where the your employees jump out of bed and the moment their feet hit the floor, they can't wait to get to work. Right. Do you know how powerful that is? So because the workplace culture is one of what I call thrill leadership, trust, honor, respect, integrity, loyalty, love a fellow man. Nice. You know, so when people feel that, they want to work for you. Yeah. 
They want well, and, to and use And you want to go to work yourself. Yes. Right? Like, and, yes. and then your work is played. It's, it's like going to vacation every day. And you just, I mean, it's, it, Gay Hendrix has influenced me a lot. And it's that idea of stepping into your zone of genius. Yep. And then you get to do what you love every single day. And then you yes. never have to worry or control because you attract to you through surrender and exactly. intuition, all the things that you need to attract to It becomes to you. easy. It becomes easy. So awesome. Okay. We, I could go on and on and on and on for hours with you. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so Thank much you. for all of your wisdom. Share with listeners the best, easiest places to find you. Uh, on Facebook, it's facebook.com intuitive leader. Uh, my Facebook group is Awaken the Possibilities. Nice. And just go to intuitiveleadership.com and you can see everything that we offer. We have everything there. If you go under services, we have VIP days and I have a special session for the emotion code and body code. And we have um, several products that actually help to help you stay centered in the in the moment and uh hypnosis type stuff you know hypnotherapy type things that help people to on a daily basis to stay in alignment so there's all kinds of juicy stuff on there as well as intuitive leadership university so okay wonderful and of course you all know that everything will be in the show notes thank you again thank you thank you so much it's so cool to be able to share this with the world with you and your audience Yes, yes, yes. I, we're giving virtual hugs and high fives. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you again for being here this week. I'm certain that you got a lot out of it. I have the sense that this will be an episode that you want to rewind and listen to multiple times and that you're definitely going to want to connect with Terry, download her info, connect with her, go to some of her workshops, take some of her online courses. I love, there's nothing more that I love than bringing people on who bring their joy and their their zone of genius wisdom and what they've learned over their life to help you. So of course, if you're liking what you're hearing, subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. It helps us grow, helps us impact more people, which is what we all want to do in life and business. So thanks again for being here. I hope you have a max potential week where you thrive and feel alive and listen to your intuition. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Max Potential Habits Podcast. If you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free eBooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus links to NFA coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up-leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, thriving, kick-ass life and business.